Good morning, everybody. You're tuning in to the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Monday, June 5th, and I'm your host, Vanessa Tiberio, reporting for CGRU 1280AM in Toronto. Here are our top stories from this morning. First up, four children and one man are confirmed dead after being swept by a tide in northern Quebec. Then, in Canada's latest bout of wildfires, Quebec sees fires rage across the province. For some local news, thousands of Ontarians rally over discontent with the provincial government. Then, the India train crash that killed over 250 people blamed on signaling issue. And lastly, we will hear from Samina with this week's episode of Turn the Page. So let's get into this morning's news. Four children and one man are confirmed dead after being swept by a tide while fishing on Quebec's North Shore on Saturday. The deceased were among a group of 11 people fishing on a riverbank in Portneuf-sur-Mer without a boat. Six people were rescued, but five were reported missing in the early morning hours on Saturday. The children were all above the age of 10. According to police, the children were not breathing when they were recovered on the shore. They were transferred to a local health center where their deaths were confirmed. The deceased male was located in the river by divers Saturday afternoon. Police had undertaken a search to find the missing adult throughout the afternoon. Police spokesperson Sergeant Catherine Bernard told CBC News that the group was fishing with a low tide and were caught off guard when the tide started to rise. The municipality's mayor, Jean-Maurice Tremblay, said the area the victims were located can be submerged in up to four meters of water when the tide rises. Police said the group was fishing for Kaplan, a small fish best captured at night. For our next story, communities across Quebec are on alert as wildfires blaze across the province. As of Sunday morning, over 140 active wildfires rage across the province. 20 of these fires are considered priorities as they threaten residences or infrastructure. Tens of thousands of residents were told to evacuate their homes on Friday as wildfire conditions worsened throughout the weekend. According to CBC News, there have been almost 400 forest fires in Quebec this year, almost twice as many as a 10-year average. Some of the fires are caused by lightning. According to the Weather Network, the air quality in northern Quebec and northeastern Ontario will remain poor over the next few days. CBC News reports that smoke was initially the community's main concern, but the focus has shifted to the dryness in surrounding forests, which can cause fires to spread close to residential areas. On Saturday evening, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau tweeted the Canadian Armed Forces would be deployed to support Quebec's wildfire response. This isn't the first time the government sent the military to help firefighting efforts this year. Armed forces have been deployed in western Canada since early May and were recently sent to Nova Scotia last week. Quebec's out-of-control fires follow a series of wildfires recently affecting Nova Scotia and Alberta. According to Reuters, almost 30,000 people across Canada are displaced due to forest fires burning in nearly all of the country's provinces. For our next story this morning, thousands gathered to protest against the provincial government on Saturday. Protesters flocked to Queen's Park and other cities across the province in what organizers called a day of action. 
Unionized workers, environmentalists, and homeless advocates gathered to demand action from the provincial government one year after Premier Ford's re-election. Protester concerns include the housing crisis and rising living costs in the province. The rally was officially called Enough is Enough Day of Action, organized by the Ontario Federation of Labour. Event leader Patty Coates told the Toronto Star that people are joining the campaign because they are fed up and want to fight back against the government's decisions. According to the organizers, nearly 10,000 people joined the protest in Toronto. The Federation of Labour wants real wage increases, more affordable goods for a living, and affordable housing for all. Toronto mayoral candidates Josh Matlow and Olivia Chow were seen at the rally among attendees. Gatherings in other municipalities include Ottawa, Hamilton, Peterborough, Kingston, Windsor, and North Bay, where thousands joined the march. For our final story of this morning, a three-train collision in India, killing over 280 people, is being blamed on a signaling issue by railway officials. The crash happened on Friday when a passenger train collided head-on with a freight train. Officials said on Sunday an error in the electronic signaling system led to the train wrongly changing tracks and crashing to the freight train loaded with iron ore. The passenger train's coaches flipped onto another track, causing an incoming passenger train from the opposite direction to also derail. According to the Associated Press, the passenger trains were not speeding. The root cause is related to an error in the electronic signaling system. A detailed investigation will reveal whether the error was human or technical. Officials say over 1,200 rescuers work throughout the weekend to locate survivors. As of Saturday, officials said all survivors had been located. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi visited the crash site on Saturday, saying he was distressed by the accident. The crash comes at a time when Prime Minister Modi is focusing on modernizing India's rail network. The disaster marks the deadliest rail accident since 2004, and India's deadliest railway crash in over 20 years. Well, that was all for me today. And now I'll leave you with Samina with some book recommendations from this week's episode of Turn the Page. Take it away, Samina. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week, I'm going to make a book recommendation, and I hope it gets you turning the pages. Happy June! I know most people look forward to summer, and there is a reason for that countdown. It is wedding season. That's right. June is one of the most popular times to get married. The goal is for everything to be perfect. Until it falls apart. On a beautiful summer day in Nantucket, a wedding is to take place. That is, until the bride finds the maid of honor's dead body on the shore. The wedding is halted, and everyone is a suspect. The title of the book is The Perfect Couple. The author is Elin Hildebrand. Elin has written more than 10 books, all set in Nantucket. Nantucket becomes a character itself in all her books. You learn about the beauty of the locale, the food, and you'll be booking your ticket. Or looking at the images on Google. If you are looking for a thrilling, captivating beach read, she is the author you pick. Her writing is sharp, and her writing is engrossing. Greer Garrison is a famous author. Her son, Benji, is the groom. She and her husband have spared no expense for their son. Greer is working on her next novel, and with her sluggish sales, this book needs to be a hit. 
The bride is Celeste Otis. She works at the Wildlife Conservation Society in New York and had a chance meeting with Benji, which led to a whirlwind romance. Celeste comes from humble beginnings. Benji, on the other hand, comes from a prominent and wealthy family. Celeste can't believe her luck that she found someone handsome, kind, and charming like Benji. Then why doesn't it feel right? The couple have moved up their wedding as Celeste's mother is battling an aggressive cancer and isn't given much time. We meet her sweet and doting parents, contrasted slightly with Benji's prominent father and his wayward brother, and his wife dealing with marital issues. There's also Benji's best friend and best man who has sparks with Celeste. Celeste's best friend, Merritt Monaco, has been murdered. The police have to interview all of the guests, family members, and determine whether it was murder or accidental drowning. Everyone is hiding something, and this investigation is bringing all the secrets to the surface. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore. If you enjoyed this book and want to share your thoughts or make a recommendation, please find us on Instagram at CGRU News. Thank you for listening. Happy reading. Thank you so much, Samina. It's a hot morning in Toronto today, with a daily high of 26 and a low of 14. And that was all from this morning's newscast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I'll be back again next Monday with some more news at Morning Mixtape, but until then, Tune in tomorrow for more. For CGRU 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm Vanessa Tiberio. Thank you for listening.